Welcome to Reforming Manhood, the podcast where we talk life from a Christian male perspective. My name is Mike Watt, I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Hungry Trevor Cowan. Too Hungry, Too Hungry! <laughs> one that, on Carnivore that. Omad. Omad, one meal a day. Yeah, I. it wasn't intentional, but that's all I had yesterday. Mm. And because we're doing this after church, I also haven't eaten today. You didn't have anything for breakfast? No, I don't eat breakfast. So you got like nine chicharronis in your in your gut right now. Huh? <laughs> That's what I had for lunch today. Yeah. And now we're podcasting, so it's too loud. You can't be crunching chicharronis, can you? No. Hey, let's test it. No, let's I probably ought it. not. Oh, it's so loud. You just all you do is open it, and it was loud. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> hey, old man, did you break a tooth? You all right there? I'm certain you broke a tooth. You're gonna break a tooth. These are delicious. <laughs> Be honest, have you broken a tooth eating something like that before? You stop it. What's wrong with you? You definitely have broken a tooth eating, eating like a crap, yeah. Gummy bear, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my uh That's my, the age I'm not at yet. My parents passed me terrible teeth hygiene and Well, I got terrible but, hair genes. Yep. <laughs> uh so Probably don't eat any chicharronis on the floor <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> Them pork rinds be too loud. <laughs> All right, cool. Now that we've got that settled, what you smoking? I uh, I have a have a uh, factory smoke sweet. I know I've not reviewed these before. You've uh, reviewed these before? No, it's the first one this week. <laughs> 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 this is my go-to three dollar cigar. I've got a bundle of them, so uh, I'll be reviewing them a little bit longer. I should but have given you one of mine. One of your factory smoke sweets? I already have no, one. No, <laughs> I have a I have a shade, not a sweet. It would have been different. Oh. Too late. I, I wanted the sweet because I have taste buds of an elf. <laughs> we knew that about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trevor Cowan, what you smoking? I'm smoking La Aroma de Cuba, Mi Amor. Oh, that's what you used to call me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never called you that. You, that one time. I can't, I don't remember that. We were in Puerto Rico, you're being washed out to sea, and you're like, help, help me, ayúdame, mi amor, ayúdame. <laughs> I'm like, I got you, girl. Hold on. <laughs> that sounded like a telenovela you watched, not me saying anything. What happens in my Was that a dream? dream? <laughs> Stays in my dreams. <laughs> Would you say that I am the man of your dreams? Ayúdame, mi amor. Ayúdame. <laughs> so I ayúdad. Uh, <laughs> you got some weird dreams, man. No, that really happened. You were being washed out to sea. I've never one time almost been washed out to sea. Joby. Joby was almost washed That's out That's what to Joby sea. used to call me, mi amor. <laughs> <laughs> you got your facts all wrong. Sorry. Excuse me. You were there. I was there. I watched All Joby right. almost die. <laughs> it was real funny for a second. Super hilarious. We're laughing. We're laughing. Oh my gosh, he's gonna die. He's gonna die. Ayúdame, mi amor. I saved his life, and then we laughed again. It was great. It was great. All right, so you, you got a uh, say it again. La aroma de Cuba, mi amor. Ayúdame. Do you like it when I speak Spanish? Because I like it when you speak Spanish. <laughs> so that's uh, what you're smoking. For today, we'll give the full review at the end. As we jump back into 1689, chapter... Oh, I put three, but this is five. Chapter five. Chapter five. 
talking about of divine providence. Mm. Just just that title gets a vibe, right? Yeah. What is what does providence mean? Um, like uh, like it's used in land. Like this is the providence of Texas. Mm. You're in, um, but providence uh, official definition. We didn't look it up. I didn't look it up. What would you say it means, though? The ordering. Mike's Webster's Dictionary. Yeah, yeah, the 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 Watt the Watt International version, <laughs> um, the the uh, the plans basically. Mm, yeah, the plans. I like that. Yeah, yeah, divine plans. Yeah, the divine plans of God is what we're talking about this week. How does that so, differ from uh, what did we talk about a few weeks ago? Decrees. Dude, decrees. How does defi- providence dif- differ it, from decrees? It's, dude, it's muddy water. It kind of is the same. Kind of feels like the same sometimes. Yeah, it's got the same vibe. That same. Mm. sovereignty to it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. all right, God ordered things and, and he also plans things. Mm. And sometimes the order steps on the toes plans and it's fine. Dance well, you know, <laughs> dance with the one that bring you. Yeah. 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 That's fair. <laughs> um, cool. yeah. So, so yeah, there's a, there's a, like a Royal feel to this, like, like a kingly nature of God and, mm. and him being in charge and he's, he's wearing the crown and we're the subjects, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's dive into it. See what she says. All right. Cool. Uh, you just want me to read the first sentence, right? Yeah. God, the good creator of all things in his infinite power and wisdom, upholds, directs, arranges, and governs all creatures and things from the greatest to the least That's by good. his perfectly wise and holy providence to the purpose for which they were created. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So God's in, he's in charge, right? Mm-hmm. He upholds these things from the greatest to the least. He put them together. He gives them a purpose. Yeah, yeah. If you want purpose outside of God, you don't have one. You yeah. know, what was it? Uh, Paul Washer that talks about uh, telling Oprah or taking her company or whatever and saying, "This is my building now" or whatever. It's like, whoa, no, no, it's it's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're trying to use that thing outside of the the one who made its plans. Mm-hmm. It's the same with all of creation. He is the creator. We are the created, and he gets to declare our purpose and. We will only find meaning and purpose inside of what he designed us to do. Right. Yeah. yeah cool. Keep going. He governs according to his infallible foreknowledge and the free and unchangeable counsel of his own will. His providence leads to the praise of the glory of his wisdom, power, justice, infinite goodness, and mercy. That's my motorcycle driving by. That is not your motorcycle. Your motorcycle hasn't started for two years. But it's way louder than that. It is. You should drive it. Ride it. No, you do neither. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, without the uh, the revving interruption, he's in charge. He's the infallible one with the foreknowledge. He in uh, and it's this this really section. This paragraph is talking mostly about God's will, mm. which we don't like because we'd rather talk about man's will. We'd rather mm. talk about our. Free we'd rather will. talk about what man wants rather than yeah. what the creator of. Creator Almighty God wants. Yeah, and so this this paragraph is locking us in and saying we're going to put God first as those who suggested or who who are going to be sixteen eighty nine London Baptist Confession people or I'm Christians. Those Christian, who are going to be Christians. Christians. Well, specifically, yeah. Yeah, I mean whether whether you like it or not, this is facts. Mm-hmm. We spit in facts right now. Whoa, I feel so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've been this cool before spitting facts. I've spit food. I've spit loogies. 
I've spit on people on accident. I spit on people on purpose. Um, but spitting facts. Now you spitting straight facts. Spitting straight facts. Nothing gay facts. <laughs> There's no gay facts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is a God's will is the focus of this, this first paragraph of, of, uh, of divine providence. And so, mm-hmm. um, kind of setting the stage as we go further into it. Um, in fact, next chapter is, uh, I believe it's talking about the fall. Um, and so we're, we're, we'll get to that. We'll get to man's will and what happens when man's free will reigns, right? Yeah. But right now we're focusing on God's free will. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's go to the next paragraph. Paragraph two. Go ahead. Am I, read, am I reading the whole thing? Um, yeah, it's a shorty. It's one sentence really. Okay. All things come to pass unchangeably and certain, certainly in relation to the foreknowledge and decree of God, who is the first cause. Thus, nothing happens to anyone by chance or outside of God's providence. Yet by the same providence, God arranges all things to occur according to the nature of second causes, either necessarily, freely, or in response to other causes. All right. So I think we need to start by talking about first causes and second causes, right? Mm-hmm. Define your terms, sir. Uh, well, first causes is going to be uh, things that God caused. Okay. Things that God did. Okay. Um, what would be an example of that? I, I mean, like creation. Yeah. God created things. Yeah. God created you. He created me. He created all the grass that we see. God created those things. Yep. Yeah. Nature, critters, cosmos. He established order. Yeah. Um, all things created by God. Yeah. He is the first cause, right? Yeah. And then you have second, tertiary causes, other things. Yeah. These are any other causes that are not God. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like uh, when I was talking to my, my kids when they were younger and they said something along the lines of, did God make cars, Dad? Well, mm. No. He made the people who then gave made them, cars. You know what I mean? He made the people, gave them brains, yeah. put intelligent design in their heads, used, and they made the, made the iron ore that the, they melted down. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but God didn't make cars. He made people who could use the materials in front of them and make cars. So right. He's the first cause. Ever. Those, are, those are all second causes. Yep. And, and he has providence and sovereignty over all of those things. Mm. Yeah, that's what this paragraph's really trying to lock in on as well. Um, that he is sovereign and none of this happened by chance. Mm. Yeah, so he knew Henry Ford was going to come up with the Model T. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a surprise. Put it in the man's head. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, he was the first cause and, uh, and not the second cause. The second cause did it to the glory of God. <laughs> yeah. All right, paragraph three. This is a short one. Go ahead. In his ordinary providence, God makes use of means, though he is free to work apart from them, beyond them, and contrary to them at his pleasure. Mm, so right. his normal means that he uses. Yeah. And other means. And he can do... That truck sounded horrible. Psalms 115.3 says, right? Yeah. He's in the heavens and he does all that he pleases. And I, you said it wrong. Say it right. Our God is in the heavens and he does all that he freaking pleases? No, he, like you, you usually rap it. Come on. Our God is in the heavens and he does all that he pleases. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know why you... Uh, and I think uh, what we see in this paragraph is not just does all that he pleases, but um, how he pleases, mm. when he pleases, mm-hmm. if he so chooses. Yeah, yeah. So all this, of the things. This is where... Uh, um, a lot of folks get uncomfortable and, and, and both off the rails. So there's two sides of this horse you can fall off of, you know? And so 
So there's the people who would say these the spiritual gifts they all ended at uh it's cessationalist, right? Yeah. They all the spiritual gifts ended at uh um Pentecost or wherever when the Bible was com- completed, right? Um, yeah. And then there's there's those that, that are still looking for gifts of tongues and speaking and in prophecy and those sorts of things, right? Mhm. Um I think we can say continuationist. Continuations. We can say with 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 much confidence, honestly, that a lot of those things are done, right? Yeah. I, I, can, I can be pretty confident in saying, um, now they're... Prophecies they're, ended. Yeah, those are done. Healing, gifts of healing. Yeah, done. But God can still heal. He can still heal. He does as he pleases, right? Yeah. Um, but but you don't you don't see people walking around in the noon sun and their shadows healing them anymore, right? Mine has the, never done that. My, my shadow has never done anything for me. It doesn't even make if, proper if, bunny rabbits when I, I could, do If I could, I would heal your John Cena elbow. I wish you would. It's but getting, I can't. it's getting more, more baseballish. It's gross. It went from golf ball to, I offered like a to lance it. I know, but you weren't serious. And I know. I that. am serious. No, you, you, you will pass out. I will, but I'll still lance it. It'll be hilarious. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this paragraph, paragraph three is talking about, again, God's in the heavens. He does as he pleases. He uses the means he wants to do. He gets to be God and and it's going to do what he wants. You know, I don't honestly doubt when I read stories about Muslims who met Jesus in their dreams. I, I don't doubt it. Like, yeah, he's God. He can do that. Um, I don't think that's an ordinary thing. I think, uh, I think typically he's, he's made Christians to go and tell the Muslims, right? Yeah. Um, but, but he also gets to do as he pleases. So he does. <laughs> yeah. There, we, there's definitely strange things that happen in other places in the mm. world. Yeah, there's that a bit of a like, haunted cosmos, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that I feel like uh, that I feel like we reformed people too quickly. Just rule. Just out. write it off. Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why is that Christian lying? Yeah. Why would we say that Christian's lying? Yeah. Can we just take a beat and yeah. and and see? You know, or just believe people you know do you do you believe that god can do all that he pleases yeah yeah exactly exactly um which is the same conversation me and i had about bigfoot right bigfoot's not real <laughs> uh, <laughs> is he not come on is god in heaven can he do as he pleases or not <laughs> all right paragraph five moving on or four where are we at uh paragraph four yeah yeah four the almighty power, unsearchable wisdom, and infinite goodness of God are so thoroughly demonstrated in His providence that He is, that, that His sovereign plan includes even the first fall and every other sinful action of angels and humans. That's right. He, this didn't accidentally happen, right? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't outside of God's control for Adam to eat the fruit. Yeah, yeah. God wasn't off creating more cosmos, stepped away, and Adam stepped into sin, right? Yeah. Um, this wasn't out of his control. He wasn't surprised when he came back that day to walk with Adam and he was hiding naked. What? Right? You sinned. Oh, I How can't did, believe it. Yeah. How did this happen? No, yeah. that wasn't outside of God's... God knew Adam was going to sin. Mm-hmm. Not only did he know it, it was part of his plan. Yeah. And that's, that I think brings us to, 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 I guess, first of all, why? Why why would he do that? Well, um, I think that it kind of pushes us a little ahead, but he has a... Made it. He's made a covenant with himself hmm. to redeem a people for himself. Hmm. There you go. And so, um, in order to redeem a people for himself, those people had to ascend. Yeah. And 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 honestly, 
everything that he does as he pleases, right? It's for his own glory. Mm-hmm. And so, so why would he, why would he let man sin for his own glory? Somehow, some way, we don't know the math, right? But it works out that he gets more glory this way than yeah. he would any other way if I had him never sinned, right? Yeah. And so there's no alternate timeline, right? Where, where, well, maybe Adam hadn't sinned in this other timeline or anything else. This is the timeline that exists because this is what brings God the most glory that Adam fell mm-hmm. and God is glorified the most because of, because of that somehow. Again, we don't always work at it. We see, see the math, right? But yeah. we know this is what brings God the most glory. He does uh, according to his will. And this was, this happened and there's, there's no way around that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You want me to read the next part? Yeah. Yeah. All right. God's providence over sinful actions does not occur by simple permission. Instead, God most wisely and powerfully limits in other ways and in other ways arranges and governs sinful actions. Through a complex arrangement of methods, he governs sinful actions to accomplish his perfectly holy purposes. Yet he does this in such a way that the sinfulness of their acts arises only from the creatures and not from God, because God is altogether holy and righteous. He can no, neither originate nor approve of sin. All right, so there's a lot there in that one. Yeah. Um, but this didn't happen just by God. Saying, yes, this can happen. Yeah, allowing he, it. But he, There's actually a way in which he orchestrated these things, mm-hmm. and also he's not responsible for sin. That's right. And he doesn't approve of sin. That's right. Um, we see this. We see this specifically play out in the life of Joseph, mm-hmm. um, where God wasn't responsible for the sins of his brothers, or responsible yeah. for the sin of Potiphar's wife, That's right. or the cupbearer, or any of those people. He wasn't responsible for their sins. However, Scripture does clearly say what man meant for evil, God meant for good. That's right. It was part of His plan. He for meant Joseph. it. Yeah, He meant it. It was going to happen, and right? yet wasn't responsible for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a this is a tough, <coughs> tough pill to swallow, right? Right, um, because we want to quickly add blame, right? Well, if he allowed it, then then he did it. Yeah, well, no, no he, if he allowed it, then he must not be good. Yeah, no, he's he is still good. <laughs> yeah, and and we don't we're not denying his goodness when we say this. What we are saying is somehow maybe. We don't see it, right? We don't see yeah. the whole picture. Joseph, it, it, so here's the thing. It's not like God was surprised by Joseph being thrown into the pit and being sold and, and all those awful things happening. God wasn't, wasn't yeah. surprised. He gave away the ending before it even started. <laughs> That's right. There's a dream about stars this. Stars are going to bow to other stars. Yeah. Cows are going to bow to other cows. Like all of these things are going to happen. Yeah. And those happened. Yeah. Yeah. He gave away the ending at the beginning. It wasn't an it was accident. Part of his plan, and yet God is still not guilty of sin in His plan happening through was, sinful people, right? I mean, yeah. Let's let's just look at the cross. It it was part of God's plan mm. for Romans and Jews to crucify Christ. Mm. And in that sense, yeah, um, God killed Jesus, mm-hmm. but wasn't responsible for That's the right. sin of it. Yeah, yeah. Again, that he he was his plan. He does not sin in allowing sin, and he's not approving of sin either, leveraging it and he, <laughs> for our good and yeah. his glory. Right? Yeah. 
He orchestrates all these things. Yep. Cool. All right, let's do the next paragraph. Uh, five? Yep. The perfectly wise, righteous, and gracious God often allows his own children for a time to experience a variety of temptations and the sinfulness of their own hearts. He does this to chastise them for their former sins or to make them aware of the hidden strength of the corruption and deceitfulness of their hearts so that they may be humbled. He also does this to lead them to a closer and more constant dependence on him to sustain them, to make them more cautious about all future circumstances that may lead to sin and for other just and holy purposes. So whatever happens to any of his elect happens by his appointment for his glory and for their good. Mm. Mm. That's, that's good. That's, uh, I mean, that's, that's where we should find comfort, right? Yeah. When the crap has hit the fan, when life is seeming to fall apart, we know God allows some of these things to happen, and it's still good, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's still good. Um, sometimes I need to be humbled. I hate it. I don't like it. I Nobody think I'm the humblest guy in every room I walk in, right? <laughs> yeah, um. you totally are. <laughs> but... But, uh, so, and that, uh, this, this gives purpose to the temptation and even the falling into sin, right? Um, are for us to be humble, for us to be dependent, for us to be looking to Him, for us to be on the aware, the aware, right? To be yeah. cautious of future sin, right? Yeah. Um, so if you can, if you can stub your toe now, maybe you don't break your foot later, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and those are, those are the things that we're looking, the reason why He allows temptation into lives of His people. Well, he doesn't just, boom, glorify us, right? Yeah. There's purpose to our past sins and sufferings. Yes. Um, yes. And it's and, and the purpose is for his glory and for our good. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're both. Both and, right? Yeah. He gets glorified and we get the good in it. So when we are suffering, because suffering's going to happen. Um, it's coming. When we're suffering, we can look to the end of it, right? We can mm-hmm. know... The scoreboard at the end will say, God wins, um, God gets glory, and I get good. Maybe right now we're down by 20, but the scoreboard at the end, we know we know we win, right? Yep. We get the good. Yep. All right, paragraph six. We're almost done. We are. We're doing good. Making good time here. God, as the righteous judge, sometimes blinds and hardens wicked and ungodly people because of their sins. He withholds his grace from them by which they could have been enlightened in their understanding and had their hearts renewed. Not only that, but sometimes he also takes away the gifts they already had and exposes them to situations that their corrupt natures turn into opportunities for sin. Moreover, he gives them over to their own lusts and the temptations of the world and the power of Satan so that they harden themselves in response to the same influences that God uses to soften others. That's good. That's, there's a lot there. Um, let's try to, try to kind of cut it up into bite-sized pieces. Um, he blinds and hardens hearts. This makes us uncomfortable, huh? Yeah. But we see it in scripture. We see it with Pharaoh. Okay. He hardened the heart of Pharaoh. In, in this, I think, I think the same number of times that ha- Pharaoh hardened his own heart, mm. God hardened the heart of Pharaoh. Wow. Um, wow. he, we see this in the, uh, in the uh, parables. Whenever the, uh, Apostles asked, or, uh, yeah, when the 12 disciples, apostles, whatever, asked Jesus to explain the parables, he tells them. Yeah, Matthew thirteen thirteen. He says, uh, so seeing they do not see, hearing they do not understand. Mm. He didn't want some people to get it. Yeah. 
That's why he used parables. Not not because he's a better teacher. No, he didn't want some people to see. He wanted some people to remain blind, some people not to get his mercy. Yeah. This is scripture. Again, Matthew thirteen thirteen. Look it up. Yeah. And the reason why? It says right here, because of their sins. Hmm. It's not because God is. God is. Rude. Rude or cruel or unjust. Yeah. He does this because of their sins. That's right. And I, I see these uh, little TikTok videos. They're for, uh, you know, they're, they're clickbait or whatever. But they'll say, they'll, they'll be uh, like a street preacher or, a, you know, a Todd Friel or somebody talking to someone. And it's usually not Todd Friel videos. But they'll say something like, uh, um, you're, you're saying if I don't believe he's going to send me to hell. And, uh, and so often, no. Well, the answer is no. That's not why people go to hell, right? They go to hell because of their own sin. Mm-hmm. And, and the trust and faith in Jesus could save, but, uh, it's not going to save everybody. Yeah. Some people who are going to refuse to believe, they're not going to reach out for that life rest that is Jesus. And, and this is telling us that's part of God's plan too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, and how can this be part of God's plan? Because he, he binds. He does these things. He, he hardens hearts. Um, he withholds grace. He gives people over to their sin. And when yeah. they give them over, when he gives them over, that's what they wanted the whole time anyways, right? Yeah, he um, gives them the desires of their own hearts. Yeah. We see this in Romans 1. Yeah, there's nobody in hell who said, what is it, Spurgeon who says, no, 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 one, one, no one in hell can ever say they came to the Father and he rejected them. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how God works. That's that's not it. That's not what this is saying. This is saying actually the opposite. Yeah, God he may, may he blinds, he hardens hearts, he withholds grace to the happiness mm. of those not getting the grace to their happy free will. Yeah. Yep. All right, last paragraph. Wow. The providence of God in in a general way includes all creatures, but in a special way it takes care of his church and arranges all things to its good. Mm. This is a good little wrap up, I think. Yeah. It's a good way to end is God's general providence is, is good over creation. You know, we hear Jesus saying or Paul saying that uh, creation groans, mm. right? In expectation of him making things right again and sin has ruined the world, right? I mean, he didn't used to have thistles, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so, so there's a general providence of, of good over creation. Um, but there's a specific providence for his church. Things are working out for those, the good of those who love him, right? Yeah. That's his church. That's his church. Um, did you burn yourself? I did. I almost cussed. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> that, that hurt real bad. Oh, careful, that, careful with cigars, peeps. <laughs> that, that hurt real bad. Um, yeah, no, the, the, these things all work together, like you said, for, for a general good of the world, but also specifically for his people. Yeah. Yeah, again, just like uh, with Joseph, um, God had a plan from start to finish, and uh, and it worked out for the good of Joseph and God's people. Yeah. And that's that's the that's the course we're on right now, guys. <laughs> yeah, um, he hasn't changed. That's right. Um, he doesn't promise health and happiness, wealth and good things, are just good things, right? Suffering is still real. We are not glorified yet, um, but it will work out for His glory and our good. Yep, and that much we can trust in. Yep, that's good. Sweet. All right. Uh, how'd it go? What you smoking? What do you think? What are you rating it? Um, well, I've smoked this one several times before. Um, Aroma de Cuba, Mi Amor. It is Mi Amor. 
Um, it's a good little cigar. Uh, it's a real smooth draw. It's LJ's favorite cigar now, so you're what? welcome, LJ. He doesn't even like the sweets anymore? He. This is his favorite cigar, he said. <laughs> um, I'm about halfway done with it. And, uh, I don't know, it's just a really smooth smoke. I just like a good smooth smoke. Yeah. So is it like an $8 cigar? Uh, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> is it more? I think that's about right. I think it's about 8 Okay. I think yeah. it's less than 10 Cool. Yeah, that's the goal always, less than 10 I'm, I I'm, I rarely buy anything over 10 bucks. I, I have one that I buy pretty regularly that's over $10. Well, you are a bachelor and you can do that. <laughs> I don't have children yeah. to feed. That's right. My dog eats great. <laughs> and every once in a while, I like to smoke a Pappy Van Winkle. All right. <laughs> well, tell us when you got, did. You, have you reviewed a Pappy on here? I think you did. Maybe. I, think we're at I your might place. have reviewed it last time. Yeah. Um, uh, this uh, factory smoke sweet is a uh, smooth draw. Sweet. Leather is what I'm smoking. Sweet and I, leather. And I love it. That's what they called me in high school. Sweet leather. It's not what I heard. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go to our Facebook group, Performing Manhood. Uh, let's continue the conversation. Uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe to our podcast. Leave a review. Yep. Next us, week, we'll take a break. You're smoking. Take a break from 1689, and we're going to do our uh, do a, a two, three-week uh, series on manhood. We'll talk more about it then. Yep. All right, fellas, my name is Mike White. I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. You guys be sweet and show Jesus. Later. Later. Later.